Welcome back to your favorite golf betting and discussion podcast, Two Under Par. Today, this week, we have the Memorial, a great tournament. I think actually this is one of the ones, even before I started betting, um, I do typically watch most of the time. So I'm looking forward to this one. Anthony will be joining us shortly. I'm going to do a quick recap, Sam, of last week yeah. and how poorly I did because um, all right. not a single placement that hit. Um, Fleetwood top 20, X. Zalatoris top 20, miscut. Sink top 10, miscut. Kazire top 10, miscut. I will say I went four and one in matchup, so I only lost like okay. – I think I was only down like a half a unit throughout the week, but mm-hmm. still – uh, still haven't found like that groove with the placements. So I lucked um, out in uh, Sung Jae snuck into the top twenty. He did. Yep, that was nice. He saved my week basically. Oh, Hostler uh, did he top forty. He top forty. So that was actually that was nice. I was plus two fifty to top forty. So that was nice. Yep. But but still that, lost a little, but not bad. Yeah, the ho- hoagie really fucked you. Yeah, my big picks were pretty bad last week. So. Well, and played placements pretty well. were good. A little inconsistent yeah. from from Sungjae, but um, I'd say Stuart Sink looked good. And I mean, he was like three under in his first like five holes, and then he, <laughs> and then like, yeah. he did like back to back doubles, and then he doubled his last hole to miss the cut. So that that hurt. Because yeah. um, I never was tough, tough to watch. Oh man, my guy! I was I was pulling for him, and then all of a sudden he was like. Hey guys, uh, I want to shoot a forty-five here on my final round on Sunday, and it's just that was hard to watch. It, it was hard to watch, and it's become kind of his thing, I guess. Now is he just choking he, on yeah. Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, he'll get it. He'll um, get his chances. It looks like he'll keep getting some chances, but right now he's entering just choker territory. Yeah, and that sucks to have that label painted on you, but he's a good dude. Got a bunch of swag, uh, fun little swing to him. You know, he's not a big guy or anything, but uh, I like him. He's – and, um, yeah, that was hard to watch. A, a really choky tournament, though, like nobody wanted to win at all. And the, oh, wind, got, the wind got crazy there uh, Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon. And Sam Burns ended up coming away with it. Uh, I like Sam Burns. I think he's a, a good player. He's low-key has three wins this year, like quietly. So I know beat his buddy Scotty in the uh, in the playoffs. Like these guys go to each other's weddings, so they know each other pretty well. So yeah, that was good. Must have been must have been cool. Yeah, I think so too. Kind of a weird tournament for Scotty. Uh, really didn't have it Sunday. He his first round since like two that since his uh, I saw the stat for posted it. Um, it was his first round since 2016 without a birdie. Wow. And that's when he was an amateur in the US Open. Holy smokes. He had one yeah, round. That was a bizarre in, round. He had one round in 2019 where he didn't have a birdie, but he had an eagle. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it was a bizarre round for, for him. So enough about that recap. Uh, like I said, we're waiting on Anthony per usual. I've got an early morning to get up for. Um, just looking at his card real quick. Quick. I mean, he didn't have the best week as far as picks that he gave out on here. 
I don't know how he did live betting, um, but that's okay. We are here today for the memorial. Um, I remember, I remember uh, last week I mentioned a couple guys that I was targeting during matchups. I guess I should have targeted him during placements because my guy Tony Finau top fives, and I didn't see a single shot from him on Sunday, and he saw no, nobody in the did. top five. Uh, that was cool. Ricky Fowler actually played pretty well. I believe he top 40, but don't quote me on that. So looking at the field this week, what are you looking at for uh, any type of consistency or scoring wise? What are you looking at for players you're going after this week? Cause I'm only, I wanted to bet on Tony Finau today uh, this week because he has played well here the past couple of years, but he's not in the field. So I have a couple backups, but I'm not as confident in them. I'm only going to do like one or two placements, I think. Yeah, I'm going purely off field because I went data hunting last week and it was terrible. Respect. And Sung JM was just my gut. And of course, he did the best. So we're going to go with Scott Stallings. Top 40. Yeah, he played well last week. Crazy value. He's been doing all right. So I'll Gonna hop on that train. Um, I might go against every fiber of my being and do Mad Wolf top forty plus one seventy five. Oh, don't do just that terrible. I kind of want to. I kind of want to do it and see him shoot horribly seventy eight on Thursday, and I'll just be like, "Why am I so stupid?" But we're gonna go for it. I want to be there. I want to be there on Matt Wolf when he finally finishes like t21 again or something that is um feeling it i don't know why that's gut I, and then um i'd rather bet on i know i hate it 40, I, think. <laughs> I know i knew you were going to be speechless after i said that well but i mean you've been his biggest critic hater honestly, yeah after tough. being one of his biggest fans i know he just let me down too much but here i am i'm back on the matt wolf train Ricky Fowler plus one ten top forty sure Why yeah not? I kind of like that I kind of like that he plays well in these like weird midwestern tournaments mm -hmm. yep and then uh, Cameron Champ okay I am not a big believer in Cameron Champ because he sprays the ball like crazy and his approach game is a little below average but he's the longest hitter on tour and why not good value right there. With that kind of distance, if he can just putt and approach a little bit, he'll definitely be top four. Yeah, there's um, – I don't know. He's so streaky, kinda, so we'll see. Let's I mean, see if I this is a hot week for him. I don't like the Matt Wolf pick, obviously, but – I, I hate it. I hate it, but that's why I'm doing it. Okay. I, You know, I can respect that mindset. I mean, sometimes you have to twist yourself into a pretzel. Um but you said Ricky and who was the first one? Matt, Matt Wolf, Ricky. Um, Scott Stallings. Scott Stallings. Dude. Okay, I do like all those, um, but I don't like Matt Wolf. Scott Stallings has been balling Cam out. Cam Davis has been popping up. Yeah, so I'm actually going go to I'm actually gonna go back to one of my guys here this week uh, too, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself some Johnny Vegas action. I knew that way when I saw his name. Yeah, plus one twenty-five <laughs> for his top forty. Uh, he's just one of one of the guys that consistently makes cuts, consistently places, and he's still plus money. 
It's a pretty stacked field. So honestly, yeah, it is. that's I think that's why he, he has good odds, and that's why these guys are plus money this week because you have I mean, you have at the top you have Rom, Cantley, defending champ, Rory, Xander, Colin, Lowry, Fitzpatrick, Spieth, Hovland, Smith, Zalatoris, Sungjae, Homa, like there, it's a Nito's playing. He's still playing really well. Didn't he top ten this past week? Uh, Joaquin Neiman, yeah, one of my backed his game up. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin Neiman, one of my. Uh, he's quickly rising up the players that I really like. Neiman is. Um, he's in the read. Patrick Reed, as Anthony said a couple weeks ago, he's starting to find his game out of nowhere. Corey Connors, Matt Kuchar, Siwoo Kim. He's off. Patrick Reed's off the uh, PXG driver, so. Talking about his driving, time. his driving stats have gone like through the roof since she went back. It was so bad, like during like back in the players and, and yeah. everything. He was, but that I mean, I don't really care for the guy, but um, Cam Young, unfortunately, is no longer under the radar. Yeah, they the books have caught on to the Cam Young hype, who I, yeah. I like a lot as well. But I like him top 20 this week, he's plus money, top 20, top 40, Cam Young. Let's see what happens. I just think he's so steady. I like him a lot. Um, he's super long. He hits at 330. He's got he's such very a steady. strong swing, too, and a good short game, which is what you want. I, uh, yeah, I think he's really good. So I'm going to ride with – I'm going to ride with uh, Johnny Vegas. I'm going to write these down so I don't forget for myself. Vegas top 40 plus 125. And then um, – I'm going to do a top 20 and I'm going to do a top 10. So my top 20 is going to be Neiman. He's at plus 150 for okay. top 20. Not terrible. I like those odds. And like I said, he's, I, I want to put money on guys that I want to root for, Sam. I don't want to put money on Matt Wolf because I'm not going to root for him. <laughs> I'm always going to root Wolf. for Matt Wolf. Matt Wolf but... can't win. Matt Wolf can't win the backyard open. So. Hey, no one, no one said he's winning. No one said he's winning. I know, I know. And then for uh, for <coughs> excuse me, for top ten, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I did last week. I know it didn't work out, but I'm gonna sprinkle a half unit on two guys to top ten that I like. Um, here's a guy that that hasn't been playing well, but I always root for him. Maybe he turns around and finds some finds something this week. A guy that's had decent success here in the past. The little lefty Brian Harmon, top 10 at plus 700. Thoughts? He's been playing bad. Don't get me wrong. I know he's been playing bad. I think bad. he's running out of luck. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. He's just – everyone's flying past him now. He His putting his putter has to, like, catch fire for him to compete. The game suits him, though. The, 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 the course suits his game. Look at all the guys that have won in years past. It's all wedge killers. He's a good wedge player. Like when Duffner was the best wedge player in the world, Duffner won here. Yeah. I mean, good wedge players win here. It's also one of the the grinded out tournaments from, I mean, from years past. What was the winning score last year? It was a 275. That's not like super low. Um, no, it's not an it's easy not, golf course. It's not an easy golf course either. So I think this is you're gonna see like two guys backdoor top ten this week. Like last week we saw a few guys backdoor top ten because so because it was so crazy um at the end of the day. So 
Patrick Cantley won at 13 under last year in a playoff over Morikawa. Um, that the one that really should have been won by Rom, though. Yes. That, I think that was the year before, no? No, because he did win the year before. Yep, it was last year. Yeah, he was up by like five shots, wasn't he? Wasn't he at 18 under or something? Yeah, it was COVID. Yeah, and then he got nabbed for COVID in the fourth round. Oh, that's right. He had to withdraw. Yep. He got pulled off after he finished the round and was oh, up by he was barely absolutely, five shots. He was dominating. That's dominating. right. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's yep. why Rom and Cantley are so heavily favored this week. Right. Right. They both yep. play well here every time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I'm definitely doing that. a Rom. I'm definitely doing Rom first round leader. Dude, Rom top ten is minus one fifteen. I know it's absurd. What? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, he technically could be considered a horse for the course. I mean, I know he hasn't played yeah. that much, but, but he I mean, won he there in twenty twenty. He goes there. Yeah. Yep. So. That's all I got going into the event, though. I'm not doing any. I'm not doing any more placements. Yeah, I'm keeping. It. I'm, I'm only gonna. Gonna, I'm only gonna do three units on placements, one unit on Vegas, one unit on Neiman, half unit on Harmon, and I think I'm gonna pick someone a little more on the favorite side and go with uh, go with Cam Smith for top top ten as well. I like right. that. I like Cam Smith. Obviously, the best putter on tour. I always, or at least one of the best putters on tour. Um, I enjoy putting my money on people that are going to make putts because I bet on Sungjae last week in a couple matchups. He won both the matchups, but they were roller coasters because the dude was missing four footers. And uh, it was, it was a little frustrating at times. Don't get me wrong. Or this was, was this last year? Yeah, it was, but that's a hard course. It's a hard course to put on and he's been rusty. So, I mean, he hasn't played in a while. That's where my mind's at. Anthony, what are the guys that you are looking at this week? So I'm going to – Who are the guys, I should say? Kind of taking a similar approach. Not going to go crazy, but I'm very confident in what I've got. Um, top 40 this week, I really like my one of my favorite plays of the season, Aaron Wise. There's value. He finished top five here last year. Okay. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to ladder him this week. I think he's 95 to one on my book all the way through. We obviously know he's not the greatest putter, but if he has a week where everything's clicking, he's got the talent to be out there. He's kind of like one of the Will Z guys, like the putters. He's, failed he's, him. Been, uh, he's been a little better putting with the yes. mock belly putter. Yep. Um, I love that pick. There's value all like in everything. Top 40, there's value. Top 20. I mean, you're talking about a guy who finished fifth in the top five last year. So at this event, I love that. Um, doing last week, I kind of got burned with Kitayama because he had such a good second round and he was kind of like a, a sure top 20. Um, he actually got as low as like top 10 at one point this past week, but you know, the course was playing tough. He didn't have a strong finish. So I'm not going to go as crazy this week. I'm just going to go top 40 with Kitayama and Sahith. Um, Sahith played there last year and finished 32nd. And he His wasn't. His value is absurd. 
Right. And he wasn't even on tour yet. So uh, he got a sponsor's invite, finished 32nd. Uh, first time seeing the golf course. So I like those two with Aaron Wise in the top 40 category. Top 20, I'm going to go with Justin Rose this week. Sure. Um, I know he hasn't been playing the best golf. And when he has played good, he's kind of had like a crappy round and then a good round. And um, he's had success here. I got to take him when there's value with his name. Obviously, he's a proven winner. So I like that. And then this is my long shot top 20, um, a past winner, William McGirt, Dirty McGirt. God, there's so, there's way too much value to Pat. A past champion, obviously, you know, you can say they had a hot week, whatever. That's not a golf course where you can just go out and, you know, have a birdie fest. So you got to have some course knowledge. The course has got to fit you. Um, McGirt insane value at top 20 love that little sprinkle on him so that'll be it for the top 20s no top 10s for me i'll i'll probably try and get something um maybe live we'll see what's going on and then just for winners um i gotta be honest i've really kind of been like staying away from the guys that you know there's no value in betting guys that their odds you know favorites we always say that but the only guy I'm betting this week uh, to win is Hideki. I really like Hideki this week. He's obviously played well here. Um, he's won there. He's won. Yeah, exactly. That was in the beginning of his career, too. Um, yep. He hasn't yeah. done a lot this year. He hasn't played in a lot this year because he had the injury. He's been hurt, but yeah. At 30-1, to 1, it's as good enough odds as I need for him. Um, and that that's my pick for the one winner, and then obviously I'll get some stuff live. Haven't really looked at the first-round leader stuff yet. But I love Hideki this week. That's my one yeah. winner. And like I said, a different approach, kind of going with more of a favorite than normal. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But that's what yeah, I'm Let's do a quick weather report, right? Yeah. Where exactly is it? Muirfield Village, Dublin, Ohio. All right, let's see. Because I think the tea times came out today, didn't they? I believe so. I was looking at it just I was getting PJ Tour updates. When I was disappointed that my guy Tony Finau wasn't in the field. I All also right, like Dublin, Max Homer. I also see. like Max Homer this week. Okay. He's he Ooh, hasn't missed Thursday a cut rain since January. Thursday rain. Let's see. Uh not much wind. Wow, okay. Yeah, early guys. Gotta get them early. So it's weird though. Same shit. Early, different week. early. The course is going to be soft because it's going to be raining a little bit, but there's going to be no wind. But then in the afternoon, the rain stops, but the wind picks up. So it's like, would you rather play in the rain or the wind? So, well, Sam, I've got good news because well, Vegas news. Stallings and Cam Young all tee off at seven a.m. on Thursday. Wow. Hopefully, they like a little <laughs> bit of rain. Um. That is, I like. I always think. I always think I'd rather play in a little rain and no wind. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I playing rather, in the wind is always tough. I agree. I think rain's a lot harder to play in. Rain's harder to play in. You think? Oh, uh, wind. Wind's harder to okay. play in. I that's. Hard. I mean, I play at Warwick. <laughs> you guys know that that yeah, place. If you tough. play after eleven a.m., it's thirty mile an hour winds at all times. Right, it's, right. So it makes the course even. I think the course is hard as it is, and it makes it just that much harder that it's right on the water and the winds are crazy, especially like I went today just to go to the range, 25 mile an hour winds just on the range. It's it's crazy yeah. stuff. 
Cantley's, it's Cantley's pretty cool early. to practice in, though. It helps your game so much practicing goes, flying in. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so of course, just because the course is going to be soft and there's not going to be any wind and he's teeing off pretty early, I know we love him and, like, we don't like to bet on him because, like, it's like we don't want to, like, just bet on our guy every week, but I might do speed first round either. <laughs> it's a square pick, but... <laughs> I mean... Wedge, his wedge game's too good. I might do that. All right. I'm going to that right now. All right. That's all I got, though. Yeah. Um, How much time we got? Because we need to discuss this live stuff. We've got yeah. probably we move on to it? 10 to 15 minutes left. Let's do live. Uh, yeah. We I think can we're do, basically done anyway. Yeah. We can yeah. do live. We are basically done. There's a uh, lot to cover. Yeah. Real quick, I'm going to be on Vegas, Neiman. Maybe Harmon and Cam Smith. I might switch out Harmon for uh, like maybe a Zalatoris bounce back top ten. Or yeah, something I like could that. see that for sure. Yeah, um, I'll have an have it official on the Twitter machine Wednesday after my golf round because I've got a qualifier in the morning. Um, what yeah, qualifier? Do you have the state am? Yeah, state am qualifier tomorrow. Where is it? Swansea. I love Swansea. Yeah, I like that course. It's growing I on I like me. that course a lot. We uh, we played there a couple, what was that, last week? Yeah, I right? had 15 greens. Yeah, Sam hit Amazing. 15 greens and he still only beat me by three. I had uh, I had four birdies. And, I had 39 putts. And two doubles. So I feel I feel fine. Uh, I'll get a, get a warm-up range session going and just stay below a hole and feel good. Like my chances tomorrow. Yeah. You said you you said you played a practice round recently, or you didn't? Yeah, we went there uh, when Sam weeks was not even last week. Last weekend, two weeks, two weeks ago. Last weekend, yeah. Course is in good shape. Yeah, yeah it was. The greens were good. Yeah, I think I've only played there once. I don't remember much about it. Is there a couple blind shots there? There's one really stupid hole. One okay. one hole I fucking can't stand. Um, but as long as I can get through that hole on the back, it's what's that? 16, 15 and 16, 15 is a long part three, 16, 16 is like, you have to hit an iron off the tee and then you have 200 in. Because but it's like scorable though. Dunk. Like it's gettable. It's, there's so many birdies out there. So many birdies. Um, so I like my chances, but enough about that. Let's get to this LIV stuff. Where do you guys want to start? You just want to start with like the notable names that are. And DJ out. was a shock. Yeah. So uh, Dan Rappaport from Golf Digest. Uh, here are the notable names, to me anyways. Uh, our guy Dick Bland, Sergio, as expected. Taylor Gooch was a surprise to me. So that is the one name that surprised the crap out of me because he is. DJ surprised me too. But I'm not uh, surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty surprised because he's kind of come out and been kind of against it lately. But we have Chase Kepka, Brooks's brother, sure. Chase a bag. Graham McDowell, sure. You're washed up. Kevin Na, same scenario. You're on the back end of your career. Ustazen, same thing. Poulter, same thing. Schwartzel, same thing. Swafford blew my mind. That really? was the guy won on the PGA Tour this year. Well, and here's another one that he's still pretty young. Peter Uline. 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 That guy's yeah, been not too. playing well. And Lee Westwood, another guy that I like, but, you know, like on the back line of his career, a lot of these guys are kind of predictable, you know, 40s, 50s, not really too competitive 
week in and week out, but not really old enough to do the senior tour yet. Kind the of European tour guys don't really like. I'm not surprised by all like a lot of those guys are European tour guys. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that because the European tour they don't make nearly as much money as the PGA tour. So I figured before the names even got released, it would almost look like a European tour event when you see all the names. Um, DJ didn't surprise me though. What? It really did not surprise you. I so I don't know if you knew this, but Sam knew. Um, we actually played 18 holes of golf with DJ and Austin, his brother, last year in Detroit at a golf course for a Monday qualifier for the Rocket Mortgage. He was in town for the Rocket Mortgage. He wanted to go out and play, and they told him, no, sorry, um, the course isn't open. They had, like, some kids thing, so he just went to a random golf course. We pull up. There's DJ. We end up getting paired up with DJ, played 18 holes with him. Uh, I have a video of him bitching about on my phone, I'll send it to you guys after the after this is done. Um, he was more so bitching about Memorial, which was funny because I believe he shot 81 yes. there. Yes, he, he went did. 80, 79, 81. Yeah. Do you remember that? Okay, so yeah, he was that, more then, so bitching yeah. about that. And he said that he said that here's the problem. And I partially agree with him. Obviously, we don't play out there, but he said the PGA Tour doesn't know how to set up golf courses. They are in contact with these events. He goes, they either set up birdie fests or they set up stupid, unfair golf because they think it will make it play tough. But in theory, it's just asinine. He's like, they don't actually know how to make a golf course tough without making it asinine. And he's like, and the birdie fests are just stupid. So I actually agreed with him. So, I mean, obviously this is before the live thing was even – a thought process or anyone even knew anything about it, but he obviously wasn't very, you know, he, he, he's also, it's ironic. He's such a talkative guy. Like we were shocked at how, like the guy didn't shut up. He just talked yeah. a bunch, That's but he doesn't ever really come forward to the public and no, he doesn't. say like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, he, hides he, like, he puts on a good poker face to the media. Right. So I wasn't really surprised based off of those things that I just told you guys. But uh, I mean, there's a couple names that I'm like, I thought I swore Kokrak was going. I mean, the guy's got oh, yeah. Saudi on his shirt. I couldn't believe that. But this is just the and first I actually have a buddy. Tournament, right? um, Maybe he's there in the future. But I, yeah, I agree. Well, I expected him to see him. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, you know my buddy, Ty. Yeah. He's buddies with Drew Steckle. Uh, crack swing coach Steckle texted Ty earlier and said that he was coming to Harford this year for the travelers because Kokrak was playing. So, I mean, we're talking that's four weeks, so obviously, he's not rushing to the live if he is gonna go. Um, but that was one name I was kind of more shocked to not see. I agree, actually. I didn't think about that. I faded the fuck out of Coke Rack all weekend and made some money. So shout out to Coke Rack. Yeah, he just doesn't seem happy. That's why I kind of thought. He never seems happy. No, but I actually heard a couple rumors, and I can't imagine. You don't think of, like, the the 
happy at home family guy being someone that would go do this. But I'm hearing a lot of rumors that Finau is going to go. He might not be there now. He's not playing this week. It, it could be. It could be. That would but be a shame. I've been a lot. I mean, I like Finau, and he's actually playing kind of good lately. I was, I wanted to bet on him this week, but he's not on the field. And I wanted to bet on him last week, but I didn't have the balls. Any top five? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'd say the biggest surprise I, is I Taylor think we, Gooch. I think... Yeah, I agree. Or Swafford for me. Swafford for me because he won this year, and it's not like he's had a long career on the PGA Tour of just winning. So it's like you get a you get a pretty important win in your career this year. Like I would think hanging around. Plus, he's went to UGA. Like he's got all the Georgia boys on tour with him. He travels with all those guys. I was kind of shocked at him just as much as Taylor Gooch. But and then obviously, you know, it's only the first event. So there are going to be other guys that go. I remember Ricky got interviewed and Ricky and I like Fowler and I like that he was able to just give a straight answer. He's like, look, I don't know what I'm doing yet. So yeah. he's another name that could pop up and could end up going, you know? Yeah, it's just tough to back any to, to me. It's tough to back anybody's decision that that does it just because of. I mean that country is a is is not a not a good country, and that to me that is. I mean I know we call it the live tour or whatever, but it's basically Saudi based, right? Saudi is they're not nice people, and if you're putting a cash grab above your morals, so be it. I it's your life; you can make the decision you want, but not really going to get much uh, support from my end. Not that any of these guys care because they're going out there to make millions of dollars on this little phony tour. In my opinion, I agree with you, but I can't look at it this way. I look at it like this is amazing. The PGA tour now has competition and I I like it. I'm all for it. I understand that. I understand that point. Competition is not bad, but just where the competition is coming from, I can't get behind actually like, um, I don't know. I'm not in that position myself, obviously. But these guys that are already financially settled, like DJ doesn't need to chase this money. He's got and most of these guys have plenty of money. It's different to me if you're like a guy that is like Chase Kepka. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're like Chase Kepka, you've played in how many how PGA tournaments? Like that's one of the smartest moves ever. Guys on the corn ferry tour. Screw it. Go yes, out. Yes. Yeah. I, I I can see that. Um yeah, I don't understand why DJ did it. He's already got right. Exactly. That that's what I'm saying, right? So he might have displeasure, but actually, um, do you either Sam, do you know you probably know more, you have a better chance of knowing than Oliver. Do you remember John Peterson, who played on PJ yeah. Tour, went to LSU, played yeah. with like Loop? He does a podcast called For the People with JJ Colleen. And he also played on tour, but they were talking about it this week, and he said the guys that should be going are the guys that like you come on the tour, you're a rookie, you're getting kind of, you know, you don't have the greatest status. You're going to play in like opposite field events. You're not going to get a lot of starts. Your equipment deal might only warrant, you know, 30,000. You've washed that up in three events of travel. Those are the type of guys that you would 
expect would go to something like this. Guys that like need the cash. Right. And aren't getting the, con- they're not, it's like, it's like if, a, um, you know, a minor leaguer that has been in baseball terms is it's like a guy that's kept getting called up and called down all for three years, all of a sudden, like gets a nice fat contract from the KBO or something, but it, instead of, uh, you know, right. the good Korea, it's the bad Korea. <laughs> like they have their own league or some shit like that. That's the way I kind of look at it. I understand why some oh. of these people are going, but I don't understand why some other people are going. Like I, I, I totally genuinely don't understand why DJ's going. And I agree with what you're saying. It's obviously dirty money. It's blood money. Yeah. Like it's not clean money. But Correct. I'm I have to look at it just from a golf standpoint, just from a sports standpoint. The competition is going to be great for live and it's going to be even better for the PGA tour. So I have to look at it from that standpoint. We can all talk about like the right and wrong. And obviously they're shitty people. I mean, there's, <laughs> that's like, there's really no other better way to put that. Right. Like you have shitty people, shitty humans running a, a tour, which is, we all, we can all agree on that. I mean, it doesn't take, doesn't matter any, like politically, it doesn't matter anything. Wherever you stand, that's just a fact. But from a strict golf standpoint, I think this is going to be a very good thing for the sport of golf in terms of the competition it's going to provide the PGA Tour. You might see PGA Tour do a few things differently. I mean, I just think in the long run, it'll it'll be good. We also don't know how long this will last, though. That's one of the other things. Like, yeah. yeah. This could just be like out fizzle over. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so, time will tell, we'll and we don't really know exactly how the PGA Tour is going to react to these people that are playing in it, too. That's something that we will have to wait and see. We are approaching our time limit here for the Memorial slash LIV talk pod. Um, do you guys have any last, uh, you know, farewell statements? Just watch. I'm just going to say watch the first round read alive. Hopefully yeah. my book actually has it this week because they didn't have it last week, so I couldn't do it. That was a bummer. Uh, but if it's up, I'll be on it. Yep. Morning wave. Morning wave. First round here. Yep. Anything from you, Anthony? All right. Sounds good. <laughs> couldn't agree more. <laughs> All right. We will uh, – we will wrap up here and we'll pick it up next week. What, what tournament do we have next week? It's not the Open yet. The, uh, the U.S. Open is the week after, right? So we have the Memorial. Oh, yeah, RBC next week, then the U.S. Open. So we will see you next week for some RBC talk and maybe a little U.S. Open super preview. Live week one. And, and live week one next week. All right. All right. See ya.